Good morning. What's happening, everybody? How you doing? It's another beautiful day down here in the sunny Southlands. I'm really, I'm truly blessed. I'm truly blessed. I'm not a religious guy, but I have no other term to describe myself and my life other than blessed. I'm learned and blessed. Anyway, it's a fucking beautiful day down here in the sunny south. And I'm really lucky because, you know, I get to live down here in the hot, warm, fucking swampy southlands. But I got to visit my ma in the freaking cold northlands where there's beautiful freaking snow every single Christmas. And I like to have snow at Christmas. I like the ambience. Uh, I remember I was watching The Simpsons as a kid. And he's like, we need more booze. I think it was the Beer Baron one or whatever. Where he's running booze. Are you the Beer Baron? Um, and he's like, we need uh, more booze. They're not going to stick around for the ambience or whatever. Um, and I'm, I thought he was trying to say ambulance. But he's like fucked in the head. And um, I never heard, I didn't know the term, ambiance or whatever the frick. Uh, actually, Hank Azaria was explaining how he came up with that voice. He was actually trying to do an impression, I think it was uh, Sonny from Dog Day Afternoon, like Al Pacino. Or maybe it was his brother. Uh, either way, he was trying to do an impression of one of those two guys. And uh, he just couldn't get it right. And... He just kept trying and trying and trying. And I know I used to uh, do impersonations all the time. And uh, yeah, and some some you can just never get. I don't know why it is. It's like certain voices or certain freaking, um, I don't know what you call it. I don't know, just way of speaking. I, I don't know. I know there's a better term for it. You just Your brain just won't get it for some reason. But anyway, his botched attempt became Mo. And obviously did pretty well with that character and as many others. But he was, yeah, so, I don't know, he was saying uh, to, to struggling voice actors. I don't know, I, I used to want to be a, I still, I used to want to be a voice actor. I still want to be a voice actor. But, um, I don't know, I th I've, I've been having trouble uh, getting mine to work lately. But I think a lot of that is memory loss. Because I can't fucking hear the voices in my head anymore. That sounds like a good thing, but um, so it's hard to freaking mimic them and all the voices are gone. But yeah, that's what he was saying is that, uh, yeah, even like a, a failed freaking uh, attempt, it's actually, it actually works better if you can't do the impression. Because if you're doing a bang on impression, everyone knows the voice you're trying to do. You're just ripping off someone else's character. But if you're botching, that impression now you've created a whole new voice right Mo's voice is just Mo that's it there's no other freaking Mo there's no no one else that has that voice um, but yeah there's all there's a lot of uh, great stories behind voice actors uh, voice acting some people just have to do their regular voice you know like um, what's his name I always forget his fucking name the guy that does Archer Bob's Burgers and whatever, you know, he just, like, yeah, like, he just has that fucking voice, and, uh, so this guy can just go in there and read from a fucking script and make lots of money, like, if you watch, like, Seth MacFarlane in action, right, like, he does, uh, I mean, other than, like, Brian and, like, a ton of, like, he reads a ton of his voices, you know, um, but if you watch him do, like, 
even like Peter's voice or whatever, like he, he like his whole fucking face changes. Like, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. Like he puts like so much uh, effort into this shit, but, um, I don't know. He, he's really good. Uh, there's a few of that just like, they have such a fucking range. It's, it's amazing. Um, like Billy West and Futurama, you know what I mean? He does like Fry, the frickin' Zoidberg, uh, the Professor, that one of the dickhead cops, obviously not the fucking black robot one. Yeah, baby. Oh man, I love frickin', ah, uh, oh, I love that show. I just keep rewatching and rewatching it. It just holds up so well, yeah, at least for another thousand years. It's, it, I don't know, it's just, uh, it's one of my faves. If you're ever just gonna smoke some freaking reefer and eat ice cream and pizza or some shit, uh, that that's like a perfect show, because it's just got such great colors, such great freaking uh, like humor. It's got a what a good humor. Um, yeah, that's a good fucking review right there. It's a good, good, funny, and it's got a good, good picture move uh, animation. That's it. You know what? I just uh, I just saw a cop or whatever, and I was like, oh, "Fuck! What's the line?" It's like, "That's right, goat cheese. Go eat some more fried bread." Now, two things. One, that's the line from uh, Natural Born Killers, one of my favorite movies of all time, which I still stands up so well. Um, hold on, let me just one sec. But yeah. Um, Oh, sorry. The other thing is, is that I could never do a Woody Harrelson, even in my prime of doing impressions all the time. I can't, and I, and I couldn't accept it. I was like, I, I can hear Jimmy. Like, I just kept doing this terrible, terrible impression, and uh, I, I wouldn't. Everyone just kept telling me it's so bad. It's so bad. That's from Step Brothers when he uh, gets crushed with the bed. It's so bad. That's yeah, not so bad, but that's like a low-hanging fruit one, one of uh, John C. Riley or whatever. Um, but anyway, and then I kept recording it. Back in the day, we didn't have this. We didn't have this technology. Oh my God. Okay, so I have to. I have to say a commentary on that too. But I, I need to get into this fucking gym. Um, okay, so remind me when I get back. <laughs> I always have to say this to everyone. I have to use every. Well, you have to use everyone else's uh, resources, right? Like if you're with someone, you know, any job. Like, I never go empty-handed. I never let anyone else go empty-handed. Like, here, carry this for me. Here, carry this for me. And because I have no fucking memory, I have to be like, here, hold this. Hold this thought. Hold this memory. Here, remember this. Remember this. I'm constantly saying this shit. So when I get back, we'll test my memory. Um, Natural Born Killers, I was talking about. Uh, I already forgot. And uh, something about impressions. Yeah, yeah, my Woody Harrelson, I kept re-recording it. It was so bad. And there, I forgot the other stuff. All right, well, I'll try when I get back. <laughs> I love you guys. Uh, hopefully, I return to this thought. to finish recording this I started recording this about 12 hours ago actually more than 12 hours ago and uh, yeah I, I I was saying something about some movies oh natural born killers something uh, have no idea but um, 
that 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 name of that movie stuck with me for 12 hours. Oh, so uh, this isn't what I was talking about. There was some other stuff too. I actually wrote it down, but Lord only knows where I wrote it. Um, the uh, the story that the the native dude tells them the um, when the, when there's tripping on shrooms is it, it's it, it applies to so much of what happens in real in, in real life as as well as other uh, you know you can just you can draw so much wisdom from it it where he's been I'll try to get through the story I'm, I'm really spaced out right now um, I am usually in the p.m. hours. What's it called? So, this, uh, this guy's telling the story to, I don't know, to his son or to them or whatever. They're tripping on shrooms, so it's really fucked up. And, uh, he's like, so this, this lady finds a, finds a snake and it's hurt, so he, she basically, basically, I keep saying fucking basically. You know, I remember they told us in school, don't keep saying basically. I think I've already went over this. Fuck, man. Tune in next time for Ron's fucking talks about fucking conjunctive adverbs endlessly, and no one gives a fuck, basically. Anyway, the um, this lady finds a fucking wounded snake and fucking picks it up and nurses it back to life, and blah 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 goes blah yada yada yada. All right, and then in the end, when the snake is better, it bites the lady, and the lady's fucking dying. And he's like, "How could you do this? You know, I nursed you back to health. You know, I helped you, whatever." And the snake's like, yo, bitch, what the fuck did you think? I'm a fucking snake. You know I'm a fucking snake. You know, it's like it's your fucking fault, right? So, uh, yeah, you can see how, how, how that could translate to many parts of fucking life. It's like, shit. Snake's going snake, you know? Hay is going hate. <laughs> I had something fucking... I, I, that came to my mind at a different time. And I had, like, some fucking nice, uh, profound, uh, parallel that I drew. But at this point, it's like, I, I can't fucking remember. So, uh, you know. Were you expecting me to remember? Because I fucking don't. I, I was discussing earlier how I use other people to carry shit. I think I was discussing it this morning, but I was telling someone that was with me. I was like, I'm always like, don't go empty-handed here. Carry this, carry this, carry this. But the most important thing that these people are carrying for me and why I suck so bad at carrying myself and, and, and working alone now, I'm so used to having a partner or a helper. And they're carrying my thoughts. They're carrying my fucking memory. They're like, you know what I mean? I can't remember anything. Like, here, remember this. Here, remember this. You know, like, here, hold this for me. Hold, hold this thought. Hold this memory. Because I'll be like, oh, what the fuck? That's why I need a co-host. <laughs> fuck. If anyone can fucking help me out. I'm going to put an ad in the paper. Do uh, those things still exist? The fucking newspaper? You guys remember? Anyone remember that? Huh? Newspapers? Fuck. Norm Macdonald doesn't even exist. That was like my, one of my favorite things he used to do. Be like, yeah, you ever try this? Like, you just say something like, lying? I try lying. You guys ever try this? You know, you like, don't tell the truth. You lie. And then it's, he'll just, like, go over, like, the most obvious fucking shit. But he just does it in such an amazing way. Or, fuck, i got to speak past tense. You ever do this? Speaking past tense? You ever try that? <laughs> fuck. Sorry, my, my impressions are a little weak. I don't know. You ever try this, huh? Um, there's so many better ones than that. He's one of he's one of my favorite comedians. Uh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? That last uh, Netflix special was really fucking good. You ever hear about this guy? These guys, Germany? <laughs> oh fuck! They tried to go to war with 
you like this. The world. <laughs> it wasn't even close. What am I going to do? Just rip off this old bit and I made a terrible impression? You ever try this impersonating people? It's great. Oh, it's wild. Uh, nah, he's one of a kind, man. Fuck. <laughs> he's actually uh, did a really good bit. It's not even a bit. He's just basically telling his life story. And it's, oh, fucking phenomenal, man. His, his audio biography. Audio autobiography. Um... Well, he's talking about meeting Lauren Michaels for the first time and how everyone just does these terrible... Ter oh, I'm at the wrong grocery store. I don't want to be at this grocery store, but nevertheless, here I am. I don't remember getting here. You ever try this, going to the grocery store? You don't have fucking any idea where you're going? It's, it's fun. It's fun. Anyway, I'm going to have to leave you guys now. I don't think I uh, concluded any of my thoughts from this morning. I just remember talking about American... American uh, Natural Born Killers. What the fuck am I talking about American? But um, everything in that movie still holds up today about the media and how fucked it is and how like, you know, people complain about all the fucking horrible shit in the media. It's just like, stop using all that terrible, horrible shit as your source of entertainment and it won't fucking be there anymore. It only exists because of the people who pay attention to it. If you stop, like, if everyone just stopped paying attention to it, it wouldn't exist. If all anyone wanted to hear were happy, good fucking shit, but, like, getting agitated is just, like, a fucking drug. It's an addiction, you know? It's like we all do it because there's a reward system in our head for it that makes us feel good to, uh, you know, talk shit about others and feel mentally... Um, emotionally superior to others that's why we fucking look for bullshit that upsets us that's why we go on the internet that's why we get into arguments and, and nonsense that's why people watch the news so they can get upset about shit and say oh my god look how bad things are to me someone who watches the news is telling me and everyone else in the world one thing everything in their life is so absolutely perfect and well taken care of everything is so fucking perfect that they go looking throughout the entire planet for problems and um, then they have to worry about those because there's not enough in their daily life to worry about. And that, to me, tells me that, that everyone is living these amazing fucking lives. And that fills my heart with joy. It really does. There's no fucking shred of sarcasm there. But uh, Anyway, I love you guys all. If you need news, come to me. I, I fucking, I'm your guy. I'll tell you what's going on in the world. There's some war. There's some weather. There's some sports. There's some fucking, you know what I mean? You, you can watch fucking news from 20 years ago. It's the same shit. But, um, yeah, Natural Born Killers does a really good job uh, just uh, capturing basically, basically, essentially what the fucking uh, the news is all about on its most basic level. What the media does and, you know, how they just, uh, you know, if you do good shit in the community, I do good shit in the community. Anyone ever heard of me? Not very much. Not much outside of my wonderful group of people or anyone listening to this. Um, no, I mean, my things I'm most proud of are the things that I didn't tell anyone about that, uh, you know, helping people out. But my point is, is it doesn't matter how many people you help out, you have like a 1% chance of making it into the news, making it into the media. If you do the most unspeakable, horrible shit in the world, you 100%, the more horrible, 100% you're going to end up front page of the newspaper, front page of the internet, whatever the fuck that means, and you're going to be on every single newscast. That's a fact. And that's not the fault of anyone but people that use this shit as their entertainment. You know, people that want to slow down and look at fucking mangled car wrecks. Like, 
because that's their entertainment. That's their, you know, that's the fucking life. That's the, that's the mentality we all have, and that's unfortunate. Some to more extents than others, but it's like if you want to be stressed out, depressed, or whatever, definitely go to the news, go to the internet, check that shit out. It's got it all there for you. And I'm sorry because look at me, even I, I'm, I'm a fucking uh, the most, uh, what do you call it, stable. <laughs> <laughs> an objective news source you guys are ever going to find. And here I'm, I'm shitting all over people. I'm shitting on us all. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just joking. I love you guys. I got to get in this fucking grocery store. So uh, I will fucking be back with some more incoherent, unrelated thoughts. Um, whether they're reviews or fucking... They're either reviews of movies or shows or the world and 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 honestly i don't even know the fucking difference sometimes uh sometimes when i tell stories from real life i don't know if they're from movies or not because they're just so unbelievable i don't understand making up stories though like there's so much real life fucking shit to draw on i don't even understand the point of making up stories but nevertheless um anyway signing off for now i don't think this episode's over so i'll be back you will i love you such a beautiful day it's new year's eve today <laughs> i'm gonna uh gonna get wasted maybe probably i don't know new year's is usually a flop every once in a while you know something good happens or there's a good time or whatever but i don't know most of the time i find it's a fucking flop like i'm all fucking spent from goddamn christmas i'm all fucking you know it's usually colder than fuck and it's usually, we, we make huge plans and then they always fucking flop. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck? That's back when I was, back when I was a youngster. And we go out and try to have these crazy whatever. I don't know. Actually, I remember three years in a row missing the fucking countdown. The first year we were in a, some, we just went downtown. It was like a zombie movie. It was like, we didn't have any set, like, I like just, you know, no making plans, because every time you make plans, they flop. So everywhere we went, is like, everyone was running, like, I mean, droves of people were running the other direction. So I was like, what the fuck are we doing? What are we missing here? <laughs> so we go to the shittiest fucking, uh, we're like right in the heart of downtown Trana. We go to the shittiest fucking uh, goddamn bar ever. And then um, around like 12, 15, everyone's like, wait, what the fuck? We missed the countdown. What the fuck happened? And then uh, the DJ's like, oh, yeah, I, I did it. Nobody really noticed. And it was like, well, then you didn't fucking do it because everyone missed it. You fuck. How do you fucking... Well, you have one job, buddy. Well, I mean, you got two jobs. You play shit music and then you fucking... Uh, you go, all right, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. It's just like, you know what I mean? Fuck. You count backwards from 10. That's it. <laughs> and he blew it. You blew it. Anyway, and then uh, so I'm like, okay, I, I can't believe that fucking happened. So then uh, the next year, where the fuck was that the next year? The next year I was in one of my favorite pubs of all time. I don't even know if it exists anymore, but they got the fucking karaoke going, and it's fucking brutal. And we're right beside the fucking speakers. Um, 
<laughs> uh, the only thing I remember is our buddy, our boy Sam, fucking classic. He's a white dude, but he's gangster as fuck, and he won some fucking prize. And they hand him the microphone, and he dropped in his acceptance speech. I'm sure he was expected to give an acceptance speech. He dropped like 57 n bombs. The guy kept trying to get the fucking ah, get the fucking microphone from him. And uh, like he wasn't doing it to try to be a dick. That was just a word he constantly used. <laughs> oh fuck, that was funny. That almost made it all worth it. But because uh, how how upset that DJ was, I seen him in another pub down the road. Down the road, um, and the guys did that thing from old school. I fucking need you more tonight. And uh, he got all upset, and I was like. What, what, who the fuck brought their children to the pub at fucking one o'clock in the morning, you know? Like, Jesus Christ, we're all pissing our pants laughing. We think that shit's hilarious. That, that's one of those things that's, like, funny forever. But anyway, yeah, the guy, the guy fucking, uh, he did a countdown, but I thought it was, like, a test or a joke because he was just like, oh, yeah, by the way, it's New Year's, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, coming up next, total eclipse over my heart again from fucking Bob fucking whatever, you know? And it was just like, oh, dude, so we all missed that fucking countdown. So, the next year, I go to a fucking house party downtown at a friend's place, and um, I tell the guys the whole story. I'm like, the last two fucking New Year's is unbelievable. The fucking, uh, I missed the countdown. And they're like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. I don't, that's so unbelievable, I don't even believe it. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Precisely my fucking uh, thoughts. But anyway... I love New Year's. You get to start all over. Everybody gets a second chance. That's from uh, Forrest Gump. Like, I love how people think it fucking matters. Uh, whatever, whatever, you know? At least those two fucking filthy who is from fucking Forrest Gump. What was it? Long Limbs Lenore? Fuck, get a better nickname. Jesus Christ. You got a second chance to get another nickname? Huh? Anyway. Jesus. Oh, oh, I'll do a Forrest Gump review next. Right now, I'm just telling you guys about every single fucking New Year's that ever happened. It's uh, 80, old 85. <laughs> anyway, um... So I tell these guys about how I missed the fucking countdown we all did the last two years. So we're all gathered around. I remember it was um, it was, was an awesome place because two of my greatest pals ever, two of the awesomest guys ever. One of my friends lived downstairs. One lived on the main floor. You know, actually, I met the people who lived upstairs. Really cool too. I went to a Halloween party there. Anyway, I digest. That's a Carmine Lupertazzi, Carm, little Carmine Lupertazzi quote. He says a lot of stupid shit. He's like the fucking Ricky of uh, the Sopranos. That guy's fucking hilarious. And like on an, on that note, not sorry to get derailed. I'll get right back to this fucking gripping tale of how I missed three count. Oh, I just fucking spoiled. Oh yeah. So anyway, let me just finish. The fucking countdown hits. We're at like 30, 29, 20, 27, and it's like 17. Fucking Happy New Year! I'm like, I'm thinking I had a fucking stroke. Like, what the fuck? just happened and every, everyone else is looking around because they can't figure it out i'm like oh thank god thank god i'm not in a fucking twilight zone here is that reference fucking current enough i'm not in an episode of black fucking mirror is that the new thing to say is that the new thing you youngsters are saying <laughs> anyway uh the yeah and they're like what the fuck is that 
What the fuck was that? And I was like, you gotta be, how, what the fuck? Like, how did that just happen? Like, did time and space just fucking glitch? Was there a glitch in the matrix? Did your TV just cut out? What the fuck did I just witness? Honestly, like, I couldn't believe it. Three years in a row. And then, I don't even know what happened from the years on. I know we did one in Rexdale where everyone just fucking started blasting uh, champagne everywhere. It's pronounced champagne, you idiot. Um, oh, that was a Futurama reference? But that that was fucking awesome. I don't really remember the countdown. I just remember fucking champagne blasting everywhere. Um, but what the fuck? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, that, that, was, that was my story. Oh, yeah. So what I was going to say about the Sopranos and uh, Little Carmine, Luke Bertazzi, it says like some of the funniest fucking shit ever. But I think it takes like an actually intelligent person to, uh, to really nail those fucking idiot roles to say everything wrong. Like, you look at, like, Ricky, like, he perfect, he fucking, like, if you try to fuck things up and sound like an idiot, you fucking, it, it's not funny, it's not good. But if you, if you know what I mean? Or, like, it's, uh, like, Archie Bunker, uh, Carol Connor, like, he was a very, very learned, learnt man. Yeah, I think he was, like, an English teacher or something. Actually, my buddy went to the same high school as him in Queens. He's a fucking legend. My buddy and, uh, also Archie Bunker, obviously. But, um, yeah, like, he's a very, very intelligent guy. That's why he kills it as, like, a stupid-as-fuck guy. That show was actually based on a British show. Fuck, what the hell was it called? It's like the British office. Yeah, it was based on a British show. No one gives a shit. Same with Shameless. No one gives a fuck. You know? You know how Americans are. They claim shit as their own. Fucking Americans. Um... <laughs> nah, I, I don't know. I used to watch the BBC a lot. I, I, I just Google BBC and see what comes up. <laughs> no, I mean, I watch uh, any British... I don't give a fuck if it's BBC. I have that British... Uh, any British fucking, like, comedy. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a broad range. People are like, oh, British comedy's like this. British comedy's like that. It's just like it's just like a really broad range. Who the fucking nailed down what comedy is? You know? It's like... And, and also, you know what? The greatest thing in the world is defining comedy and giving it parameters and fucking rules and uh, breaking it down. Actually, you know, the best example of that is uh, Paul F. fucking Tompkins, one of my faves, um, was on um, King of the Hill. He's, uh, Bobby wanted to be like a freaking clown or whatever, so he goes to this fucking horrible, uh, like ridiculous course. You know these courses exist, they have to. There's no way they made this shit up, and if they did, they're fucking phenomenal. Um, that's one thing I will note, like, you know, I remember uh, watching a lot of, I used to have a lot of free time, um, and watching a lot of, like, the special features of Family Guy, and they're like, well, you know, it's so hard to find ideas, you know, it seems like The Simpsons did everything, and it's like, that is a valid point, you know, Simpsons have, what, like, 57 fucking seasons, but it's like, you know who never had that problem was Mike Judge and his team, the fucking, and (laughs) it's like, the fucking, well, the plots they'd come up with for King of the Hill were so fucking ridiculous at times. It was just so out there. Like, for example, this clowning one. It, but anyway, yeah, he's just breaking down, like, how comedy works in, like, this weird fucking medieval gesture shit. Like, uh, I don't know. It's classic. Absolutely classic. That's why I think when someone starts to, to break down, like, what's funny or what's not. Uh, and it just, it, it's like... Oh, <laughs> it just ruins it. It's like saying what's cool and what's not. It's like uh, trying to define what it is. Just, just I don't know. It ruins everything. Um. Anyway, speaking of ruining everything, 
Oh, actually, I did hear about not a lot of this fucking clowning shit so much. Um, well, I know clowning is a thing. Like, who the fuck enjoys clowns, especially around, like, children? Like, I understand, like, the terrifying, like, juggalo fucking angle or, like, just trying to scare people. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, what the fuck? Why the fuck is that still a thing? <laughs> like, dressing up like a fucking horrific fucking gesture. Why do I keep saying gesture? Jester from the fucking medieval time. Like, it's so fucking terrifying. Why would you do that to anyone? and I'm like so fucking jazzed it's gonna be a fucking blast so anyway like right now I'm like going home to take a bunch of laxatives and I'm pretty much just gonna be shitting all night <laughs> all right so that's what I'm doing I'm like so fucking stoked <laughs> I mean, like, fuck. It's gonna be such a cathartic, liberating experience. And then I'm gonna, like, get to, like, see what's going on up my ass. I assume they let me watch. Like, fuck. You're gonna fucking shove a camera in my fucking patootie and not even let me watch? Like, fuck you. I'm totally gonna post this online. Like, hello. This is, like, an exciting journey up my ass. Anyway... I hope all is well and uh, with you guys, you know, if you haven't got your colonoscopy done, I'm telling you, get it done. Apparently I can't have, I can have Jell-O and sports drink, but you're not allowed to drink the red, the purple, or the blue, because it dyes your colon. Uh, super, I don't know, I thought it'd be more fun, like, you know, it'd be a little more festive to uh, have a dyed colon uh, when they're doing the, uh, colonoscopy whatever you know I don't make the fucking rules I just try to follow them like geez settle down bitch <laughs> anyway big hugs and kisses love you all bye bye for now